to the Wisdom Podcast. This is your host, Justin Dora. And for today's episode, I want to talk about the practice of awareness. And before we jump into it, I just want to make a quick administrative note. Most likely, the weekly podcast will begin coming out either on Saturday or Sunday. Uh, the weekdays are becoming a little more full on my end, so fitting in the recording and uploading of a podcast during the week is going to be a bit difficult. So for those of you that listen often, just note that Saturday or Sunday will be the new time frame when the new podcast comes out each week. Okay, that being said, so the practice of awareness. One of the things that that I want to spend a little bit of time of giving language to and unpacking and not because I'm the only one that, that has anything to say on this, but just, I don't know that I've spent much time, uh, other than making hints at it here and there, just talking about what does it mean to grow in your awareness of God's presence and his purpose and his kingdom here on earth. Because what we're typically used to doing is, um, well, let me let me say it this way. So if you look at Genesis chapter 3, you'll notice in the original fall of mankind, what happens is the serpent comes to Adam and Eve and he says, uh, eat from this tree and you will be like God. And typically we think, Adam and Eve had this idea that God was holding out on them. So they they ate from the tree because they wanted to experience the very thing God said don't experience. And really that, that can't be true because sin had not entered the world. They, they didn't have a sense of lack. They didn't have a sense of depravity. They didn't have a sense of, of something was wrong or, or God was holding out. They, that would not have entered their world or their, their perception. But the real deception was do something to be like God. Eat this activity and you'll be like God. Do this and you'll be like God. And the truth is they already were like God. They were made in his image and likeness. That doesn't make them God. That doesn't mean they were God. It just means they were made in his image and likeness. That means he was supplying their very life. And the reason I point that out is because we often fall into the same deception today. We think that by our own efforts or by our own discipline or by our own spiritual activities, we will be more godly. When really, it's more of becoming aware of God who has already made us in his image and likeness. And when we begin to trust him and who he is and what he's done and what he now says about who we are, then, then that manifests in godly character, that manifests in being a, experiencing his presence, and it manifests in being able to demonstrate the kingdom of God, both in the, the signs and wonders realm as well as uh, whatever your your calling is with whatever that place that God's given you of serving and, and contributing 
And so growing in awareness isn't about doing. It's about a revelation. It's about revealing. It's about God opening our understanding so that we can see with clarity. And it's interesting because we, at least in my own experience, I'll go through seasons where I'll have a thought like this, man, I've, I've never seen things so clearly. I've never thought things so clearly. Uh, there is just such a clarity that's going on in, in my understanding of God, his kingdom, the, the scripture, my identity in Christ, what Jesus accomplished, uh, what what I've been grafted into, what I'm participating in. Like there's such a clarity. And then a year later, you look back at that moment of clarity and realize, wow, it wasn't as clear as I thought because today I stand in more clarity. And, and what, I, what I'm learning is every season, it seems like the clarity is growing, but it also seems like I'm also aware of how I will continue to get clarity. So I'm not as uh, quick to say I've got it figured out, though there's moments where I think I do. Uh, and God uh, lovingly reminds me that he's got it figured out. Therefore, I don't have to have it all figured out. I can't have it all figured out. I'm not God. Um and so it's just it, you're able to live in that tension of I'm totally at peace and yet I'm totally expectant for a greater revelation of what I've always had in Christ. I just didn't realize I had it. Uh, I've used this example of, uh, I believe on the podcast before, with the word fullness, as we see in Colossians 2, the fullness of the Godhead dwells in bodily form and you have been, past tense, given fullness. And, it, you know, that, that can be tough to wrap our mind around because we think fullness is something I'm going to have one day. But the scripture actually says you already have it now. And where we have a tough time reconciling that is we, we have this idea of what fullness is. And then we're, we constantly don't measure up to fullness, which actually just reveals. I just hit the microphone in case you're wondering <laughs> what that noise was. What that actually reveals is that we um, we still have our thinking uh caught up in the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So we we think, well, if I can imagine something, then I must not be there yet because my experience of that thing is not the same as my imagination of it. And all it reveals is we don't fully understand uh, what it means to have everything we need for life and godliness, to participate in the divine nature, to have the fullness of the Godhead dwell in bodily form. And we have been given that fullness. And so a, a, an illustration I like to use is if you had a 10,000 square foot house that you paid for in cash, day one, that full 10,000 square foot house is fully yours. But day one, you don't know every in and out of that house. You don't know where you're going to put everything. You haven't discovered how you want to use every room, but you technically possess the entire thing. It's the same thing in terms of fullness, except Jesus isn't a 10,000 square foot house. He is an infinite being, an infinite person. So for all eternity, we will continue to get revelation upon revelation of what we've always had in the divine seed that was given to us as Peter says in Christ 
but we just haven't fully been aware of what that is. So growing in awareness is not becoming something different. It's realizing who you've always been. And now that you can see it, you're able to demonstrate it. So there is something to progressive maturity and growth and understanding and revelation and all those things. But it's not It's not becoming something more or it's not getting something more from God it's just unwrapping another gift that's already within if that makes sense and I hope it does it's why Paul could say something like this in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 he says but thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him. For we are to God the aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. To the one we are the smell of death, to the other the fragrance of life. And who is equal to such a task? Unlike so many, we do not peddle the word of God for profit. On the contrary, in Christ we speak before God with sincerity like men sent sent from God. So the, the, the point I'm making there is everywhere you go, according to the scripture, you're being led in triumph and through you is the fragrance of the knowledge of God being released everywhere. So think about that, guys. God is growing our awareness of how much of his fullness we've always had, how much of a new creation we've always been and we didn't know it how much we really do have the mind of Christ, how much that old sinful nature really was circumcised away, how much that we are dead to sin and alive to God, and and therefore our faith grows in, in the person of God and in the work of God. And therefore, when we go to the grocery store, we can experience his tangible presence to the same degree or even a greater degree than when we're listening to worship music in our car or we're in a you know a small group setting or we're in a corporate worship setting or we're reading our bible by ourselves or there is no limit to that and and, and the thing is um, it's not that those other settings or are necessarily wrong or we don't need those or that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is we don't want to make one thing holy and by default, all the rest of our lives we think is not that important. We don't want to carve out a few hours in in settings that are um, specifically designed for spiritual interaction, and then and then unknowingly make the rest of life unspiritual. No, no, no. It's all one flow. It's all one one move with with God day after day. There's not one day that's more holy than another day. Every day is holy in its own way. And God is revealing himself to us when we send the email just as much as when we raise our hands and sing a corporate worship song. Both are holy moments. And the more awareness of his presence and of our union and of our identity in Christ the more we have purpose in every every day, every season, every phase, every experience that we that we have. It can be just you know, I remember having a, a friend tell me one time and it really messed with me in a in a great way. Um, he said honestly, 
I don't feel any more significant when I pray for someone and see them get healed as when I spend time with my wife uh, watching a movie. I don't feel like that's more or less holy. I don't feel like one's more significant or less significant. Each moment, each experience is simply an outworking of the kingdom of God, whether it's in play and enjoyment or in a supernatural activity or in a normal everyday thing of paying a bill, cooking a meal, taking out the trash. And I can honestly say, by God's grace, that reality has grown in me. Now, is there more room to grow? Of course there is. But but that reality of his awareness in the mundane, in the ordinary, in things that 10, 20, maybe not 20 years ago, but maybe 10, 15 years ago, I would have said, hey, that's not even a spiritual thing. Now I'm like, it actually is totally spiritual. It's absolutely spiritual to uh, play with my kids, to go for a walk, to enjoy a sunset, to drink a cup of coffee, to send an email, to hammer out a spreadsheet, to read a financial statement, to um, go to lunch with a friend, to watch college football. Like Every one of those things, there's a reason why I, why I enjoy those because God made me that way. There's a reason why I've discovered... Um, beauty in things that maybe others might not see beauty in. Um, but but God has hardwired me to enjoy the beauty of a beautifully thrown spiral that is caught in the end zone and wins a game. <laughs> At least for me, that is a work of art. So so the real heart of today's podcast is is believing that God is going to increase your awareness of his presence, of his activity, of his working on your behalf in the normal every day, in the day to day, in your Monday through Friday, in your Saturday and Sunday, in your carved out specific spiritual time to your your commute time or your family dinner time, realizing that God is always at work in every one of those environments. And so therefore, we can have an expectation for heaven's activity to invade every aspect of life. And it can actually be uh, so much fun to see God at work in things that we don't normally view him uh, as being a part of. And actually realize God loves every part of our lives, not just... Uh, certain aspects of our lives and and God is a relational God and, and, and it's this guys it's you're at work and you can't figure something out and it's not oh dear Lord would you please help me with this it's it's God what what am I missing here help me see what I need to see what are you saying oh there it is oh what if it's this and you start putting all the pieces together because God gave you a word about your job or about a child or about a relationship that may not on the surface look spiritual but it's absolutely spiritual because God's God enjoys partnering with us in the everyday and I believe it's through that growing in our awareness of his constant being with us that allows us to experience or to Feel his presence as well as to expect his divine participation and our divine participation 
in the our participation in the divine, um, as Second Peter one says that we are we are partakers of the divine nature. We have everything we need for life and godliness, and it's really good news. So, Father, we thank you that you are speaking to us. You are revealing to us. You are making it clear to us how how much union with the Godhead is reality. And Father, we thank you that every day and every part of our day is holy unto you. We are partnering with the Holy Spirit who is aligning our lives, aligning our thoughts, aligning our emotions with the reality of heaven that is a person who dwells within us to release heaven in every experience, in every relationship, in every setting to see the divine working of God in our workplace, in our neighborhoods, in our families, in our spiritual communities, in our affinity groups, with our friendships, with our parents, with our kids, with our cousins, with our uh, every every sphere of life, every phase of life, every season of life, seeing a growing awareness of your presence, power, and kingdom at work in and through us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom Podcast. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on iTunes, and iTunes will suggest this podcast to others. Thanks, everyone, and take care.